The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Alan Barrett is the CEO of the ESRI, the Economic and Social Research Institute, and he is with me uh, to talk about uh, migration figures that have been uh, compiled and released today by the Central Statistics Office, the CSO. And Alan, there's some really interesting stuff in here. I think we might focus first and foremost on the numbers of Irish people leaving the country, Irish citizens, compared to the numbers returning. What have we learned? Well, as you say, it's, it's, it's been fascinating, uh, Kieran, to see these latest estimates. So what's been provided here is this is information for the year ending April 2023. OK, so about uh, five or six uh, months ago. Uh, and what we're seeing in the data is that in the year to the end of April uh, 2023, about sort of twenty nine and a half thousand uh, Irish people uh, emigrated. Okay, so um, we can come back to whether or not that's a a big number or a small number. But what's really fascinating is that number is almost exactly matched uh, by the 30,000 Irish people uh, who returned. Uh, over that period. So it means net migration uh, of Irish people in that period, okay, the balance of people flowing in and flowing out was only about 500. Uh, so while there's been a lot of discussion in, in the media and elsewhere of, uh, you know, Irish people sort of reacting to the housing crisis and the cost of living crisis and everything else uh, by leaving the country, uh, on balance, uh, the data just doesn't seem to support that particular picture. Yeah, there there was an awful lot of attention given actually exactly this time last year to a survey uh, published by the National Youth Council that 70% of young people were considering leaving the country. And it was kind of, it has been repeatedly thrown in the face of government since. Um, mm-hmm. uh, again, I, I'm I'm not sure how we interpret that uh, or how accurately we interpret that Um Given given today's, I guess what it shows us is that considering leaving and leaving are different things. They're different things. But the other thing is that uh, if you look at the numbers and again, let's return to the, the, uh, you know, I think it was 29,000 and something that did actually leave. I mean, what's interesting about that number uh, is, you know, that that sort of number of young people have left Ireland forever. Okay, if you look at the statistics in any given year, there's a significant group of Irish people that go away. Now, this is everything from uh, people who might be doing gap years, studying abroad, working abroad uh, at the early stages, or indeed, you know, people going, be it to, you know, uh, Dubai or Abu Dhabi to uh, earn a sort of a a good amount of money and accumulate for uh, a house deposit. So there's always been a group of people uh, in Ireland uh, who who go away. And the numbers we're actually seeing, like, are are not kind of out of kilter. You've got to go back to the the, the Great Recession around sort of 2010, Mm. 2011. If you go back that far, you were seeing numbers around sort of 40, 45,000. Uh, leaving. So the 30,000 we're seeing at the moment, it, it obviously isn't as high as that, but it's kind of in line with about sort of 25,000 or so that if you look back over the, about the last five or six years, that's the sort of number uh, that we're going. So, you know, there are people going, no doubt about that at all, but the, the numbers are not enormous relative to recent history. And as I said, they're being completely matched uh, by the number of people who at a certain point are sort of saying, well, actually, for all of Ireland's problems, uh, I think I'll go back there. Okay. So that, that's, I think, the bit that was really, really fascinating. Well, yeah, that, so that kind of bust that narrative anyway of, of scores of 
people kind of fleeing these shores um, because of those it economic does. issues. Just to add, yeah. I mean, but the thing about it is, is that you, you, you do see these sort of uh, folks cropping up in other uh, areas. And uh, say my, my colleagues in the SRI a number of weeks ago, and indeed a number of months ago, have been talking on an ongoing basis at the, the sort of the higher number of adult children uh, living with their parents in Ireland. Mm. OK, so what we, you know, we, we certainly see implications of the housing crisis. We're certainly seeing in the data, uh, you know, people staying with their parents for longer. And again, you know, quite large numbers and the trend going upwards. Uh, but it's 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 not the case. It, seems it, to be. it, it doesn't it doesn't. Today's figures don't make a lie of the housing crisis. They possibly make a lie of one of the great narratives of uh, uh, around that crisis that, that has I think, emerged I think in the last 12 exactly. months. Exactly. And I, I think the adjustment is probably happening in, in, along another dimension. Um, more broadly, then, when you look at the, 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 the overall population growth figures, if we strip out kind of um, U- Ukrainians who've come here, mm-hmm. given the, the suspicion one would have that most would move home uh, as soon as that conflict uh, comes to an end, whenever it comes to an end, um, what do the other figures tell us about the migration trends and the population trends in this country? Well, again, I mean, quite, quite remarkable. But just to pick up on one small point that you made there, uh, Kieran, the assumption that a lot of Ukrainians are going to go home when the war is over is something you've got to be really, really careful about. Uh, every sort of, you know, experience of migration throughout history will tell you that the longer people actually stay wherever they've come to, the greater the likelihood uh, okay. that, that, that they'll stay there on the long going Just basis. kids in school now, and they put down roots and no people, abs- all that ab- sort of stuff. Ab- absolutely. And I mean, I think it is the case when the war in Ukraine broke out, there was an expectation that it would last maybe, you know, six months or a year or whatever like that. And that, that sort of pattern that you're describing would happen. But you can imagine, I mean, a lot of the folks have now been here for a year and a half. Mm. Uh, so for the kids in particular at a certain point so I, I think it's important just to um, you know so to, may, to Maybe don't entirely discount then that no, exactly. So, absolutely. And again, in discussions, say the ESRI would have with government departments around sort of planning for that, we'd always make this point. Don't think this group are going to go home. But look, more broadly, and as you say, put, putting the Ukrainian issue uh, aside, uh, net migration into the country is about sort of 77,000. Um, you know, the, the, the Ukrainians are, are part of it. But really what you're seeing here is still a very significant inflow uh, into the country from, be it, you know, the old EU, the expanded EU, and something like 40,000 people uh, from, as the CSO described it, uh, the the rest of the world. So, you know, we'd often sort of take um, inward migration. If you think about, well, what's, what's an indicator of the sort of economic health of a country. Uh, very, very often inward migration is an indicator of the health of migration or of the of the of the country. Uh, because obviously the more people are coming in, it's an indicator that that's the place that be- people want to be. And again, when you know the way there's all these sort of difficulties about Ireland's macroeconomic statistics that we know don't know GDP is overly distorted by uh, all the foreign um you know the the, the FDI activity and everything like that. Uh, population is one of those sort of uh, kind of very neat and clean indicators. And on the basis of figures like this, I mean, we're, we're seeing the Irish population in the last year growing uh, by 2%. A lot of that is to do with uh, migration. Uh, we also have, um, you know, a positive natural increase. That's the deaths exceeding births. So, I mean, you know, th- this these, this is a set of figures that, that seem to reflect very, very well on, on the health of the Irish economy and Irish society. Alan Barrett, CEO of the ESRI. Alan, it's always interesting to talk to you and thanks a million uh, for making sense of those figures. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.